0: This is Chanel. Hi, this is Stacy. Hey, nerds, this is Ashley. And this is
1: Fanfic Fanatics. Hi, guys. Um, for this week's One Shot Wednesday, I'm going to be reading a Twilight fic called Lunchtime by Exquisitely Explicit. Um, The little summary is, Ten years after the events of Breaking Dawn, the Cullens have moved on from Forks. Edward and Bella are sitting through their first semester of high school together as vampires and a married couple. The interesting thing about high school cafeterias, Edward always thought, was how each tiny detail all the small building quirks and differences in the students over the decades could come together to form almost exactly the same experience in every single school, decades apart. He sighed and dipped his head slightly to the side. Well, one thing was different, at least. He smiled at his wife, his eyes melting into the expression she always loved. Not that he was allowed to call her his wife. Not for another few years, at least. They were back to playing high school students in a new town his first attempt in almost a decade. Even with Bella, in most of his classes, he had forgotten how mind-numbing the entire production was. At least the last time they had been in school together, she was human and he could watch her, learning the little quirks of life in a way he never could with another student. Most humans were frightened with just a glance. He grinned a little wider, laughing at the memory. Instead of responding with her own smile, she turned her head away from him slightly, so she was looking toward the other end of the table. She seemed to be stealing herself for something. He watched as the tiny muscles of her face twitched and then smoothed out again as she made some decision. Then she deliberately closed her eyes. Odd. But he was used to odd. Bella never did anything he expected. He toyed with the thought for a moment, letting his head tilt back again to graze his eyes over the panels of the ceiling. Edward. The word was like a caress, his name drawn out in the sweetest tone imaginable. He flicked his gaze back towards Bella, expecting her to have spoken. It took him a moment to realize that, no, she hadn't spoken aloud, but said his name in her mind. Her face was turned down toward the table, eyes still closed. Her hands were balled into two loose fists on the tabletop. He was tempted to remind her to fidget, to act more human, but she crossed her ankles over each other, one tiny twitch of her leg, and he relaxed back into into his seat, letting her mind wash over him. His first thought, as always, was how impressed he was with her self-control. She was the youngest of the Cullens by decades, but even with heat blasting through the room, buffeting the scent of blood in waves against their throats, she stayed as rigidly inured against it as himself or Rosalie, the only one of them who never slipped up and killed a human. It was barely more than a tickle in her mind, a tiny poking at the edges of her senses. She certainly managed it better than Jasper, who had to keep telling himself not to stand up and follow a student out of the room every time one of them passed. But that wasn't at the forefront of her mind. She was focusing very hard on a patchwork of memories. It started really like a normal evening for them. They were sitting on the sofa in their little house on the edge of the Cullen pop- property, kissing deeply. Fingers flitted against skin at the shirt collars and and hems. The movements were continuous, though the background changed, blurring together images of hotel rooms, their little house in Forks, their current residence. Bella drew a long line with her fingertip from just beneath thought Edward's ear down to the hollow between his collarbones and then retraced the path with her lips. He could imagine the sensation, and it sent a shiver down his spine. Cool and soft, trembling against his his skin in one motion, then kissing with a bruising pressure in the next. After so many years of reading thoughts and being the unwilling lead in many fantasies, seeing himself through someone else's gaze was not as strange a sensation as it might have once been, and it was not usually this welcome either. Just fantasy in the minds of men and women. He wasn't the slightest bit interested in, but this one, he was held in rapt attention. Her hands moved up his imagined neck to tangle in his hair while his slid down her back over the top of her shirt and then back up again beneath the fabric. It was a very detailed memory. She thought about the way his fingertips slid gently up the divot of her spine, first smooth skin and then the hint of dragging hardness from his fingernails. She thought of her knees and thighs tightening around his waist as he moved his lips to her throat his hand slipping beneath her bra strap, so his palm was flush against her skin. She made a little sound in her throat, in the memory, halfway between a moan and a purr, before leaning in so their cheeks were pressed against each other. Thought Edward's hand gripped her tighter and in a single, swift motion scooped her up, supporting her weight with one arm, the other still stroking the skin of her back. She used the the movement to throw one arm across his shoulder, the other still knotted in in his hair, and ran her lips and tongue against his throat. He moved, not at his usual speed, but at an even, slow pace, prolonging the moment. The The hand supporting her felt around the pocket of her jeans, searching for a belt loop to curl one finger around. He moved around a footstool and over a stack of books on the floor towards the bedroom. One hand still in his, in his hair, Bella pushed her arm out behind her, searching for a handle when he pressed her against a door. In a single movement, he stepped through the door and shut it behind them. Bella, he growled in warning, too low for most human ears to hear. Not soft enough to be hidden from the four other vampires at the table. Rosalie's eyes flashed between them. At her side, Emmett raised an eyebrow but didn't press beyond the question marks in his mind. Jasper could tell something was happening as he tasted the warm rise and emotions that flowed between the pair of them, but he didn't probe further. Alice continued to stare studiously at her uneaten salad. There was something amused, though, in the set of her mouth, one corner of her lips pulling down sharply, an attempt not to smile rather than frown. The clarity of Bella's imaginings wavered, and Edward noticed she was peeking at him from one eye. The side of her mouth pulled up in a half-smile before she squeezed her eyes shut again. When the eye contact broke, the images in her mind grew stronger again. Shh, she murmured in response. It changed from a memory to an imagined scenario. The Bella in her thoughts wriggled out of his arms, falling lightly to the floor. She put her hands on his shoulders, stretching up on her toes, though it hardly brought her to his level. Don't move, she whispered her breath a caress against his throat. The familiar words pulled a smile from both his thoughts and real face. With slow, deliberate movements, she brought her hands up to his collar. Lingering on his skin as she undid the buttons of his shirt, kissing the skin beneath each one, she freed. Her lips slid over his skin, and though he couldn't feel his own reaction, through the thought he could imagine, her breath growing more uneven and ragged as it puffed against his skin the soft, sometimes sloppy kisses trailing down his torso, the soft fabric of his shirt pulling a little more open before each touch of her lips. If he were alive, he would be blushing. He reached out a little roughly to clasp his hand over top of hers. When he didn't tell her to stop, her eyes still closed, she flipped her hand over in his grasp, clutching her fingers against his hand. Without a pulse or sweat glands to slick her palms, the only thing that gave away her own excitement was the way her nails bit slightly into the back of his hand. She made it to the last button, and her fingers splayed out against his stomach. With the other, she reached up and slowly began to ease the fabric from his left shoulder. She paused again to trace his collar blo- bones, the tips of her fingers dancing with the slightest pressure against his skin. In a quick motion, she pulled her hand back to his shoulder and pushed his shirt completely away, before standing on her toes to put her mouth against the newly revealed skin, working her way back across his shoulder and up towards his face. If it had been real, he would have leaned in in to kiss her. But it was entirely Bella's fantasy, so the thought Edward remained stock still as her fingers drifted over his chest and she pressed her lips up and down his throat, her cool tongue leaving a slightly damp trail. Bella, he mumbled again, this time a slightly strangled plea rather than a hiss of reproach. Shh, she said again, her eyes still shut tight. You'll ruin it. She squeezed his hand tighter. In the fantasy, she pushed her hand up, skimming across his skin before flicking the shirt from his right shoulder. The fabric fluttered to the ground as she placed her hands firmly on his shoulders, using his height to lever herself up to meet him. In another minute, it hardly mattered that his four siblings were sitting around the table with them. It didn't matter that they were in a lunchroom crowded with human teenagers, the revolting stench of human food wafting through the air. It didn't matter that they sat out in the open on laminate and plywood benches under fluorescent lighting in the least romantic room in the state of Vermont. Something wriggled in his long, desiccated stomach that made him want to squirm in his seat, working against the natural stillness that came with vampirism. He was breathing harder than just sitting at a lunch table warranted. She kissed him firmly and then pulled back slightly so her tongue could move freely on and through his lips, moving her own to peck at the top and bottom. Ever so slightly, she lowered her hands from his shoulders, moving from his chest and stomach. The soft curves and dips of her form pressed firmly against him, one hip jutting into his thigh as she pushed her mouth against his edward felt a shiver of relief when the thought edward finally moved to hold her kissing back just as slowly thought edward wrapped his arms around her sliding one hand into her back pocket and easing the other one up her back under her shirt edward found himself inching slightly closer cl- closer to her on the edge of his seat as he felt his hands through his mind through her mind They crept along the skin of her side, moving up her body, lazily drifting to the side. His fingers skimmed along the skin of her stomach and then gently under the fabric of her bra. He felt a shiver on on her arms as she imagined the feel of his his fingers on the soft, round flesh of her breast. She gave a little sigh, her her grasp on his hand loosening enough so she could stroke his fingers. He clutched back a little tighter, feeling giddy. She bit her lip, suppressing a grin. Her hands in the fantasy moved a little lower, with a touch more urgency. One hand slid into his pocket, slowly but evenly pressing against the thin lining to feel against his leg. The other dipped a finger against the waistband, working its way to the front of his pants, so fast that she barely thought about the action before it happened. Not that Edward was in any state to pay attention to a mind other than Bella, Alice kicked out with one foot, squarely knocking the toe of her shoe into the bottom of the bench seat Bella was sitting on. Bella jumped in surprise, her eyes flying open, and shield around her mind snapped back into place like a rubber band, the recoil sharp and only slightly less alarming than the kick. It knocked the breath out of her. When she looked up, Alice was glaring at her, her eyes narrow and her brows drawn together. Her gaze darted back and forth between Edward and Bella. After a second or two, Edward covered his mouth, eyes drawn together, but a reluctant chuckle slipped from his lips. Alice twitched her head slightly, keeping eye contact with him, and he turned away distinctly to hide a slightly fuller laugh. Their exchange had captured the attention of the entire table. Rosalie leaned back to the the side, her arm pressing slightly against Emmett a lock of hair curled around one finger. Emmett seemed more interested, his eyes bright with questions. Jasper seemed confused. He held himself more rigidly than was wise, gently lacing, gently inching around the thick cloud of emotions. Bella bit her lip to dim the smile that spread across her face and leaned towards Alice. "What am I missing? All of them were used to Edward and Alice's sla- silent conversation. Alice continued to glare at Edward, but when he turned back, his face was marginally more composed. He shook his head at her. I'll only make it worse. As he spoke, she flashed her own impish grin and turned to Bella. Bella, if you don't stop right now, I see you and Edward ditching sixth period to go fuck in a bathroom. A public school bathroom. And no one wants that. I know you can't catch anything, but it's still unsanitary. Edward reacted to the curse. Alice! Alice frowned slightly, dipping her head as her gaze drifted out of focus. Okay, now it's the woods. Less gross, but less private. She shook her head. But if you can't behave yourself, Carlyle isn't going to let you out in public. Edward's expression was horrified as he viewed some embarrassing vision of the future. Bella giggled, but Emma's reaction was the strongest. As soon as he registered Alice's censure... Warning and threat, he collapsed in a fit of laughter. He was already running through a list of torments in store for Edward as soon as they returned home. Retaliation for years of Edward spent criti- criticizing his and Rosalie's relationship. Rose, make him stop. The humans are staring, Edward hissed, leaning forward. He didn't even need to glance behind himself to see the way the teenager's eyes turned towards their table. But Rosalie's half hearted fist to Emmett's arm, if anything, made him laugh harder. All right, what did you think?
0: Oh my gosh, it was
1: spicy. I can't hear
0: you, Stacey. Your mic isn't on, idiot. (laughs) What do you mean? Now it's on. Oh, okay, let's start again. I didn't know you turned it off. Okay, let's start again. All right, what did you think? Oh man, it was spicy. I needed spice like this after... Last or yesterday's episode, like it was a great fanfic, but there Uh was no spice in it. Mm -hmm. So,
1: well, so it's funny. I picked this and I didn't read it at all. (laughs) I just picked it. Did you feel awkward reading it then? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I I read like maybe like the first like paragraph or something and then i'm reading it and looking at
0: ashley i'm trying not to make eye contact with you i was like oh wait maybe i shouldn't make eye contact i'm making it awkward <laughs> let me you. look at my phone all i could think was, was, was like i'm so proud of chanel picking this spicy it was
1: so funny i read the tags but i didn't actually read it and it was like kind of like it said like mild spice or like yeah. whatever so i was like okay it won't be too bad um, so I just thought it was so funny, and I'm looking at Ash, and Ash is like, "Well, her eyes are getting I was big." Like, what? <laughs>
0: What's also, happening? I will say, I never thought about like Bella using her power this way to do that to Edward, right? For fun? Wh- how sweet and fun, and
1: just, and how hot? And it's kind of like cool to see, um, like a take of them after, yeah, she's changed, like what their life would be, because like. obviously this is what her life's gonna be like she has to go yeah. to high school again and like mm-hmm. yeah she probably would do that like make it interesting make it yeah i like, like it a little spicy um and that's kind of what the um if you see the authors know she's she's like yeah i just wanted like a different take i wanted to see she's like i i made alice swear she's like i think she'd be a little sassy mm-hmm. and um, i agree mm-hmm. so it was just kind of fun
0: and i liked um I just liked how they were all interacting, how they were yeah. like, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. I love to see their their life after this that's like funny and kind of carefree and not so much drama. And it's like, oh, they, they did get their happy ending. Like it's kind of yes. boring, but this is what they wanted. And mm-hmm, yeah, it's exactly. Yes. It's a happy ending week. Happy, oh, well, not a happy ending week. Just kidding. Cause yeah, it's <laughs> not a happy ending last time. It's a happy ending <laughs> Yesterday, Thursday. Thursday wait Wednesday. 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 why are we so confused <laughs> we're all no words
1: oh gosh but no i thought it was a, a funny thing yeah funny. it was a,
0: it was a good pick me up i liked mm-hmm. it yeah. good good note to end on for the week yes
1: mm-hmm. oh man
0: we so. are all like spacey or something this week <laughs> I want you to know that Chanel has never confused me and Ashley, I think, before ever. This is the first, yesterday's episode was the first time I think you've ever done it in the history of our friendship. I know.
1: I I was looking at Mm Stacy, but I bet I was talking to Ashley. I'm
0: just glad it was caught on camera (laughs) or uh, caught on mic. Oh my God. I think it's because this is the first time we've recorded without coffee. Oh. We usually always have Starbucks, Mm -hmm. like somebody grabs Starbucks on their way. Yeah but we just did lunch this time no caffeine i should have still grabbed starbucks though i've had no no caffeine today that's gotta be what it is me 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 too i i had one latte but i usually have two by now so (laughs) i love you a latte (laughs) i love you a latte (laughs) okay (laughs) on that note we love you guys a latte bye guys (laughs)